<laughs> yeah, we're good now. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Splitting Hops podcast. Oh, Splitting Hairs podcast brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. We're the B team. I'm Brendan. This is Ben, and I can't talk properly today. <laughs> See, that's the thing about going live is we can't edit that anymore. <laughs> no, just... we can't. Now people know. They just know how this actually what a disaster this usually oh, what a, is. What a train wreck it is. <laughs> we can go just cut that and we make notes. Now it's now it's there. Um, unless they listen on the podcast, maybe we'll get uh, feisty and edit that out. But uh, I doubt it. <laughs> but it was a great weekend. Um, this is basketball edition. And, yeah, football team wasn't great. This is the basketball pod. And it was a phenomenal weekend to be a Jackrabbit fan for basketball. It could not have gone better in any way shape or form exactly yeah i mean we we laid it out we said here's what we need to happen and that happened exactly um you know it it happened in an unfortunate way with the the plitzowite injury um for those of you that don't don't know aj plitzowite is like Mm -hmm. the probably the number two guy on usd's team but i mean huge huge part of their team and he had a nasty knee injury Sounds like he's out for the season, so that is terrible, and you never want to see that. Um, and I think, you know, it, it, NDSU may have won that second game without with him in there anyway, but it definitely mm-hmm. it changed the complexion of that series. Um, but we'll we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, everything worked out. The women uh, took care of business. The men took care of business, and then USD and NDSU got the split. And so, yeah, couldn't have asked for more. Got both one seeds, got both regular season titles. Yeah. And now all we need to do is go take care of business this weekend. Yeah, we got the titles, just like everybody predicted at the beginning of the season. Maybe not uh, how we predicted (laughs) at the beginning of the season, but it turned out. And, um, you know, for the women's team, that was, I mean, that's first undefeated season in AJ's career. Um I watched and listened to a little bit of that game. Uh, but And that one was close for a little while, and I was going, oh, no, they're not going to lose this on the last, are they? And then they came through and won, so that was all great. Um, men's team did a great job against uh, Kansas City as well. But just the, the craziest stat that I saw from those two games, and I'm a bad person. I didn't get to watch them. Saturday I was driving to Grand Forks and driving back. Friday night, um, we went out with a group of Jacks fans that were up for the football game. <clears throat> so I didn't really watch, get a chance to watch that because we're in Fargo and they don't necessarily have the Jackrabbit games on in every bar. Um, but the craziest stat I saw, we had 27 free throw attempts in the first game and 42, <laughs> 42 in the second game. How did Kansas City have anybody on the floor after that? That's insane. Yeah, yeah, no, those both of the men's games were just uh, weird because it uh, uh, the lack of three pointers was weird for us. We were we like to shoot threes and we're very good at it, and the amount of fouls, especially in that second one. But um, it was clear that you know we made it a point, we said we've got better bigs than you guys, Mm -hmm. and you the only way you're going to stop us is if you foul us. And right. that was literally the, the only option they had. Otherwise, they would have gave up 150 points because <laughs> right. they just they didn't have an answer. Right. Well, in the I did get to watch this the first game. 
on uh, Midco on a replay here while I was hanging out in the hotel. Um, I, this is not my normal home decor. If <laughs> people are surprised, I'm in Williston, North Dakota, but um, unfortunately, but Doug didn't have a great game points wise in the first game. And um, Dentlinger, Apple and Shireman all came through in a big way. And I think that was, you know, to me, that's the more impressive victory for us to, be able to have, you know, we, you lose Noah, who's your other big scoring threat for the season. So your your guy, the guy now, and Doug goes and has kind of an off day for him for from a point standpoint, because I believe that was the game he had nine points, if I remember the stats correctly. Um, yeah, that sounds right. You know, so to have all these other guys step up is, I think, a great sign going into the Summit League term- tournament this weekend. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we said it's, you know, it's kind of time for Doug Wilson to take over, but you know, it's awesome to be able to win games pretty handily without him having to take over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean it it's we're going to be tough to tough to beat in the tournament just because we have a lot of ways to beat you, which is right. crazy that even without Friday we still have that many ways to beat people. Um, yeah. you know, it seems like depending and in credit to Hendo depending on mm-hmm. who we're playing, he can roll out a different uh, game plan, which mm-hmm. not every team can do that. Some teams are just like, we do what we do and we do it well, but if somebody figures it out, you're kind of screwed. Um, right. Whereas it seems like he's been really willing to adapt to what, you know, his guys got going on and what another, what the other team, you know, can do defensively. And, you know, it's, it's worked. So right. you know, cre- credit to him and, you know, hopefully we can keep that going into the tournament. Yeah, I mean, and I think that is uh, more important going into a tournament with a one-and-done situation like that where you're not relying on just having a good night when you got a coach like that who can adjust kind of on the fly as well to who you're playing against. That makes all the difference in the world. And obviously, um, you know, Elephant in the room talking about the tournament is just our performance from the men's side the last two years there hasn't been uh, what was expected going into the tournament. So um, I think they're going to really focus on that, but having everything firing going into it, it's going to be a really, really good thing. (laughs) This is why we need Dallas. If people are, (laughs) if you're watching, Uh, it doesn't matter on the podcast, but um, yeah, (laughs) going into it here, uh, and especially going into the Summit League tournament, I I like the fact that we're a number one quite a bit more than being a two or a three seed. Um, you know, yeah. having to face an NDSU or USD like Oral Roberts is a very good team, but they're not quite a USD or NDSU. No, I mean, I the top four teams are pretty solid, but yeah, I mean, not not having to face either SDSU or USD or NDSU until the championship is a huge benefit to being the number one seed um, and being able to play Omaha first too. I mean, it, right. uh, the number seven seed in Western Illinois is a feisty team that I would not want to deal with right away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, you don't want to take anything for granted at this point, can, you know, considering how we've done in the past couple tournaments, but um, I would think we'll take care of Omaha and then see where we go from there. But um, yeah, it's uh uh, the the one thing we do have this year is we're it's not at the Denny, 
and there'll be no fans there. So, you know, the, they've thrown around the concept of, you know, was there a lot of pressure with all these SDSU fans? And, you know, it, it's, there could be something to that, you know, in terms of, you know, you got, you know, you get all, it's basically a home game for you. And then a game starts to go the wrong way. And you're like, Oh my God, we're going to disappoint all these fans that came to see us, right. you know? So, you know, that there's potential that could have played into it, but you hope that, you know, uh, by that time they're they're used to the the fans and the stands anyway but anyway uh this year's tournaments are being played at the pentagon instead of the premier center so that's definitely different and obviously there will be no fans so it's going to look a lot different than than normal for sure right and you know the interesting thing to me you know with this and the matchup with omaha we finally get to play omaha which is exciting um but on the on the flip side i caught a clip from uh, uh, David Richmond's interview, the coach for NDSU, um, and he brought that up, how this is the first time we play Omaha, and that might be a disadvantage for us, having not played them before. With how Omaha's season has gone, it shouldn't matter with the caliber of team that they appear to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't be a huge thing. But on on your fans thing, with, with the pressure of the fans at the Summit League tournament, I would have bought that more if it was, you know, our second or third year in the Summit League, not when we've been in it for, what, over a decade now. We've done this how many times, and I get it's different coaching staffs and things like that, but the players themselves, there should be enough, turn at least one or two guys still there who've been through this and understand that can carry it. Um, but... Yeah, it's going to be weird in the Denny. I'm not uh, personally thrilled that it's in the Sanford Center because it's the in Pentagon. The, the Pentagon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not thrilled about that. We seem to just have off shooting for whatever reason when we're there. Uh, but it is what it is, and if well, you're you know you're the number one seed. You got to go in and be the number one seed, and it doesn't really matter where the baskets are hung. Yeah, well, if the last two games are any indication, we don't have to shoot threes anyway. Right, which is a beautiful thing. Keep that yeah. going. That'd be phenomenal. Right. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, so let's run down our, our picks from last week quick. Um, I'll throw up the schedule from the last weekend's games here. Bear with me. It's my first time running the uh, running the, running the ben, show. Ben is producing uh, this time instead of myself. Obviously, when I produce things, it goes very smoothly because I'm just good at everything I do, um, except yeah. for except for cornhole. Um, <coughs> ben, that's very ben, true. Ben's first time producing. We'll see if it goes as if if he nails it like his <laughs> cornhole game. But uh, <laughs> so. so we've got the results from last weekend up there. Um, Omaha took care of Denver, which uh, clinched their spot in the tournament. Denver misses the tournament and fires their head coach. So it'll be interesting to see where that program goes. Um, that was Billups know, who was coaching for him, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a yeah. big big hire. Now it's a Ch- big fire. The NBA famous Chauncey Billups' brother. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I have high hopes for that program. If they can get somebody in there that can do some recruiting. And, uh, I mean, it, it seems like they've got a – it's potential to be a good program, but they've just had some down years here. Um, yep. But anyway, Omaha took care of business. They're the eighth seed. 
and we had Omaha won both. We both had it split, so we both went one and one there. Um, or Roberts took care of Western Illinois. Um, the first game was pretty close. Or Roberts won 85-81. Uh, the second game, Or Roberts whooped Western Illinois. Um, kind of a tune-up game for the tournament for them. Um, we'll talk about – well, I mean, we can talk about it now. Max Aismas or whatever, how you already say his last name. Yep. That guy's unreal. Um, he's on a heater right now. <laughs> yeah. He's a buzzsaw, and that's – it's going to be a tough. Uh, let's let's just assume we're going to beat Omaha, and right. assuming they they win their matchup, that's going to be a real tough um, second round matchup. But we'll we'll talk about the summer league tournament bracket in a second here. Um, we both had Oral Roberts sweeping. We got those right, and then we had the NDSU USD series. Uh, you got both of those right. You had a USD winning the first one, NDSU winning the second one. And then we both had SDSU sweeping. Um, and again, you know, like we said, uh, the big news from that USD NDSU series was in the first game, AJ Plitzwhite late in the game went down with a knee injury. Um, so they won't have him for the rest of the year, which is a, a huge deal because it's, mm-hmm. uh, they're just not the same team without him. He was uh, kind of their emotional leader and, you know, kind of section, second option uh, for scoring. Right. Um and I mean, Umude can only do so much. I mean, he tried in that in that second game um, against uh, against NDSU. Yeah, he scored thirty nine, and they still lost by twelve. Put so, the team on his back, and it <laughs> still wasn't quite enough. Yeah, I mean, there was one point where he was he, by himself. He was outscoring NDSU like early in the early in the right. first half, and it was he was on a tear, but. And so clearly without Plitzowite, they're going to struggle. Um, but I mean, that's – go ahead. I mean, I've, I, you feel bad for Plitzowite himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm never um, necessarily sad about USD not being good. Um, that's uh, – that's, I, I, don't, I don't feel bad about that ever. But you don't want it to be because a guy – has something like that happen. And he really mm-hmm. is kind of the straw straw that stirred the drink for him. He might have been the number two store, scorer, but he really made everything go on that team, especially looking at the games we had against him where they – I mean, he he just killed us. Even when Amude was going off nuts, the guy was – Plitzowite is – he made that whole thing roll. Mm-hmm. So him being gone is just monstrous and – with how bad it sounds, it is kind of hope that he's going to be able to be back in time for next season. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad. He was having a really good year. Um, yeah, hopefully he can get back and roll on again. Uh, put the standings, uh, final standings, up on the screen uh, for those that can't see it. In true COVID fashion, um, it came down to win percentage and um, couldn't go by uh, number of wins at all because no. We had a total of 12 games. USD had 15. NDSU got 16 in. Um, yep. So it was just kind of crazy. But came down to win percentage. We were 75%. And then USD was 73.3%. So we edged yeah. them out there and took the regular season Summit League uh, title, which is nice. Yeah. And, I mean, huge props to the team and Coach Hendo and everything. I mean, you can see it in the number of games played. We were hit the hardest in the contenders for first place by COVID, period. 
end of story. We missed out on playing the bottom teams in the conference. We have that huge gap. Everybody, I think, will agree that after that big gap of COVID breakup, the team just has had a hard time getting rolling again here because everybody else is in midseason form, and you're basically starting your season over again. Then Noah has um, has to go and deal with his mental issues and things like that for his mental health, so you'll lose him. So you, now you lose your number two or almost basically your 1B scoring option. And to overcome all that anyways and to win the conference is just – that's so impressive to me. It may not be how we thought it was going to go at the beginning of the season because I know at the beginning of the season we were very confident that we were just another level. And then out of conference we definitely looked it. And I think really with all this team has gone through to win – the conference championship when really until Plitzowite got hurt, none of these other, you know, NDSU and USD didn't have to deal with anything like this for losing guys or anything along those lines. So I think that did prove whether the record shows it or not, that they are a cut above what NDSU and USD are because to overcome all that and win the conference still in spite of all that stuff is just really impressive. Yeah, and the nice thing is, you know, they had that big gap, and I think that we've had, I was looking here, four straight weekends of basketball now. Maybe even, yeah, four. Four straight weekends of basketball now um, heading into the tournament. And, you know, you mentioned Friedel leaving the team. Well, I mean, he's still with the team, which is really good to see, to be honest. I mean, I mm-hmm. I thought he might kind of step away, but he's out there. You know, they're doing warm-ups. He's grabbing rebounds. He's yeah. kind of being an emotional, you know, leader guy on the bench. And so that's really awesome to see and and good for good for him to kind of still be involved there. Um, but it, the nice thing is they've had, I think, five full games now um, without him to kind of get used to that before right. the tournament. Um, whereas, you know, a team like USD, they've only had one game without Plissett White and they they've got to figure it out. Um, whereas, you know, we've, we've kind of got things figured out now, how we're playing without Noah. And, uh, so I think, you know, if, I think we're in a pretty good spot considering, you know, considering the, the struggles that the, the, the way this year's gone for us. Right. And, um, the other interesting thing is you and I called it that we were going to get all these last four series in because they were the top teams. Mm-hmm. And we caught some heat, like a little bit on on like Twitter and things like that, when we were like, "Oh, weird! The bad teams lost focus and had COVID issues. That's <laughs> crazy. I can hardly believe that happened." And I had some people come at me like, "Yeah, well, they don't have the funding. Are you kidding me? Denver doesn't have the funding. They're like one of the richest schools in the Summit League. Get out of my face with that crap. They're just..." <laughs> They're bad, and the guys you lose. It's hard. I mean, that's got to be. We talked about how hard that had to be. So glad we nailed that. I am all for patting myself on the back. So <laughs> I'm patting us both on the back. Well done again. Um, you know. So and and it is nice, like you said, to get get on that roll of continuous games against good teams as well going into the tournament. It's a lot better, realistically, than we had if we had missed like NDSU and USD. It would have been easier for standings, but going into the tournament, it wouldn't have been nearly as good to prepare us for the league games if we played Denver and Omaha at the end of the season instead. 
Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, finishing the season and the last eight games are five and three. Um, yep. split split the series against the two, three, and four seeds. So, I mean, I think it's just an indication of how uh, at the top of the summer league, it's there's some parity there. I mean, there's it's going to be a it's going to be a tough tournament. Um, it's not like you know some years where it's we're heavy, heavy favorites. That's just not not the case this year. Right. Um, you know, I think USD has dropped down a notch without Plitza White, but NDSU is tough. ORU is tough. You know, it's it'll be an interesting tournament. Yeah, it's it's crazy parody. But mm-hmm. I, I do want to make a comment because I still saw Coyote fans ragging on the wonder home field of home court advantage had anything to do with who won the Summit League. Wait, 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 wait. Well, <laughs> guess what? That's the issue of the top four seeds, the two, three, and four, because we're number one and Coyotes are not. Neener, neener, neener. But um, if you look at it, you know, how's it going down there? Uh, but uh, – <laughs> Of the of those three teams, SDSU had to play two out of three on the road. Mm-hmm. So get out of my face with this. Did this home court advantage nonsense matter? Well, and again, like you said, we didn't get to play against either series against Omaha or Denver. Yep. That's likely four more wins, and we likely blow you out of the water in terms right. of win percentage in the Summit League. So right. So stop your foolishness. You just you're looking stupid, and that's our job. We try to look stupid, and you're doing it for us. And I don't like it when somebody does my job for me. Well, speaking of look stupid, and you mentioned you're on a roll. Uh, <laughs> you did win the uh, the pick'em this year in the summit league. I, I have to give it to you. You did. We won by three picks, which again we were. Uh, it, it's not that hard to pick um straight up but obviously you did it better than i did so i was gonna say i mean if it's so easy congratulations you beat me yeah yeah nice nice backhanded congratulations (laughs) out of you there you know way to way to really not mean it just qualify it just not mean it with all your heart i appreciate that yeah but so we are going to pick this weekend but we're going to do it together we're going to do it in the form of looking at the brackets and yes we will start with the women's bracket let me pull that up here and on the women's side you know going into this women's bracket what is really nice um for us to get that one seed is getting to miss ndsu which is really weird to say i don't think they're on sdsu or usd's level yet this year but they are a young team that if they get hot shooting is one of those teams that in a tournament could knock you out. And and they almost did it down in South Dakota. They almost beat USD. They lost by one point, I believe 82 to 81 at USD. So they got a lot of confidence from that. Now the next game they got, they got just curb stomped and lost by like 20, but you know, you hear them interview on the radio and stuff. You'd have thought they won with, with that one point loss. So they're feeling it right now and while it would surprise me it wouldn't completely like bowl me over if they knock usd out because usd can have some down games it seems like this year and i'm just glad to not have to deal with that nonsense on our side of the bracket yeah it's a very good point i mean you know on the men's side there's a clear top four and on the women's side there's only a clear top three right so you don't have to deal with those other top two teams until the championship so that's that's a really uh, huge advantage 
And again, credit to the the ladies. They went undefeated in the regular season, which um, I believe he said has never happened. Yeah, that and not in Coach AJ's uh, career. Not as it happened in the in the Summit League. Summit League. I, there you I go. don't know about Division Two mm-hmm. or anything like that, but I know in the Summit League. Yeah. Because um, we went over that, I think the last basketball pod, and I think we saw that the best year they had was one loss. So right. really impressive to lose a player of Maya Sellen's caliber, and looks like she just had surgery on her knee from her Twitter. So all the best to her. Hopefully she heals up soon. Uh, did say she'd be back, so that's awesome. But uh, no, it, I mean really a really impressive feat. Yeah, and so here's how the bracket um, shapes up. If you're watching on Facebook, we got her up on the screen. If you're not, um, SDSU is the one seed, and they face number eight, Omaha. And then on our side of the bracket, we've got Kansas City's number four and Western Illinois number five. On the opposite side of the bracket, we've got USD number two versus Oral Roberts number seven and NDSU number three versus number six, Denver. Mm-hmm. So – what we're going to do is let me figure this out here. Hi, Let's Denver, just get that out of there. Yeah, same. that's very true. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and pick what how we think this is going to end up. I think we can all agree that SDSU is going to beat Omaha. Oh, just assuming. Let's see how you're. Wow, that's. I fancy. mean, I mean, it's up to you. That's but... cool. No. Oh yeah, I think SDSU wins for sure. What what do you think about UMKC and Marshall, Illinois? That's kind of a toss up there. Well, for me, um, it's going to come down to because I think Western Illinois women has started to sort of play better, if my foggy memory serves me right. So, um, Western is more experienced in the Summit League tournament. UMKC obviously is the fourth seed, but I'm going to take Western for the upset. I like it. We'll go ahead and advance Western Illinois. On the opposite side of the bracket, we've what's, got... What's your pick? Uh, I, I think I agree with you. Yeah, okay. I think Western yeah. Illinois with their experience, right. UMKC having it being a new thing. You know, with, uh, you know, uh, being in the Pentagon probably isn't as big of a deal, but right. it's still a tournament atmosphere. And, yeah, so we'll take Western Illinois there. Um, I assume we're advancing USD on the opposite side here. You are correct, sir. All right. And then NDSU also? I do believe I'm going to take NDSU as well. All right. As much as I hate picking them in anything. I kind of hate picking them more than USD even. (laughs) It's probably because of where I live. I'm not sure. (laughs) I know know USD is the bigger basketball rival. I just, yeah. No, I, I agree. I hate. I hate NDSU wholeheartedly, no matter what the sport is. I don't think I don't think I've ever put this out there. I'm a Packers fan, as people know that, but I don't own any Green Bay Packers stuff because it's green and yellow. <laughs> that and it's really ugly. Anyway, that so. is that is my level of petty. <laughs> so then we've got uh, in the second round of the women's tournament, it would be SDSU versus Western Illinois. I think we can both agree we're advancing SDSU past them to the championship as, as the SDSU wins basketball team does in the summer league tournament. Yep. 
And then we got the tough, uh, this will be an interesting matchup with USD and NDSU in the semifinals. Um, I think this is the first one that is kind of in doubt in terms of, you know, what the outcome is going to be. I just, I have a hard time seeing USD lose. Um, I'd be, I'd be real surprised if NDSU won this one. Yeah, I would be as well. Um, You know, for all I said about NDSU, um, they they definitely could take this one. But on the same token, NDSU, I believe, is one of, if not the youngest teams in the country. I think they have, like, one senior maybe on the squad. Um, And they've got, like, one player, and she's a transfer from Stephen F. Austin, who's their good player, who has any tournament experience. So... And I think and USD is going to come out like they did in that second game to prove a point and is going mm-hmm. to wallop them. So this is really a crazy, unexciting uh, picks that we did because we've agreed on everything. And it's chalk except for Western Illinois over Kansas City. So right. not, not real exciting. Right. But I think that's, uh, I mean, it's just the way the, the women's summer league is. It's pretty predictable. Right. Um, so then you got the big matchup with SDSU versus USD. Um, USD possibly playing for a spot in the uh, the big dance because yeah. they're not guaranteed one if they would lose this game. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, if SDSU gets to this point, they would for sure um, get an at-large bid in the big dance. Right. Um, even if they didn't win. Even it would be interesting if they slipped up in the first or second game. They may still even get an at-large bid because of their resume. Yep. Um, but it, it's going to be tough. You know, they did win the the regular season games against USD, but that was with Maya Selland. Right. Uh, without without her, it's it's a different story. I mean, that's uh, we, we've said don't give up on this team. But at the same time, when you come up with uh, against a team like USD without Maya Selland, it's it's a different it's a different game, right? And God, this is so hard to pick this game because you know Irwin she has stepped up so big with Maya gone, and you know I've I've heard interviews where they've asked um, AJ, you know, like well with Maya gone, you know, is this team so deep that? Maya was such the focal point that there's enough talent to replace her points. They just didn't because at the time, because Maya was so good, she got all those buckets and shots that someone will be able to step in her role. And, and so far, Irwin's definitely um, fit that bill. She's been a big time player for us. Um, and I'm not sure how that's going to play against USD. I think we did a real good job on Severin, which is the worst way to pronounce that last name I've ever seen. If you've ever seen that in writing, <laughs> apparently it's Severin and the E isn't for like 18 letters. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, really, in my opinion, this game is the chance to knock USD out of the tournament because I don't, I really don't think they're going to get in a large bid. Um, they might offer reputation. I, I don't think they will. Um, so, However, I did see some bracketology where they were already predicted an at-large bid, okay. and I, I mean, uh, and they were so they were predicting SDSU wins the Summit League tournament, and they were predicting USD as an at-large team. So they are I, heavily propped up by the faulty net rankings. Yeah, Scott my complaining <laughs> about it. Yeah, I did it. It's there. It happened. I, got, yeah, I was worried the, I was going to miss it. That net ranking is still garbage. Yeah. If anybody's wondering. 
the faultiness of that dumpster <laughs> fire. Like, the only thing worse was the FCS poll. That's right, Craig. I got you on the basketball podcast. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so as much as it pains me, I do think that USD will take the championship this year. Um, I just think it's going to be tough to overcome, and it's and it's tough to beat a team that many times in one year. Well, God, this is this is hard. Um, obviously, the heart says Jacks. Um, the the mind says it probably should be USD. Um, but remember, last time we played oh, yeah. them in the tournament we were supposed to get destroyed mm-hmm. and they had taken us to the woodshed prior in that season. Um, now, obviously not having fans in the building is going to be a huge difference for us because mm-hmm. USD, you know, their fan shows up and he's very excited, but he's, yeah, just, they're o- little... he's just overwhelmed by the rest of us. Poor guy. The um, little sliver of red that shows up in the, yeah, in the Denny, you know, all four of them, he brings his kids, <laughs> uh, Shade got it in. All right, uh, but golly, I I'm gonna go. I th- I'm gonna go with SDSU. I'm gonna have faith uh, that we still got the guns to pull it out, and I think we're gonna go hard at Severin and get her in foul trouble. I think that might be the strategy this time. I don't know if we necessarily we didn't get her in foul trouble the last previous two meetings. Um, so I, if we can, if they get her in foul trouble, I think USD's in real trouble and I think we can pull this one out. You know what? You convinced me. No, I like you it. don't get to switch. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, we, we set this precedent last week. You, uh, you, you get to, you get to switch. No. We're taking uh, SDSU with the championship. Uh, the women pull it off again against all odds. Um, yeah. So that's our. Our women's bracket there. I just need to stop talking before my picks and make the pick because I keep flipping you on these. That's very true. Well, we're doing this one together anyway. Fair enough. Well, I guess we all we we pick basically chalk. So we are what rebels we are in the bracket world. <laughs> all right. Well, now let's uh, switch over to the men's tournament here, and we'll pick that one quick. I'm not drinking apple juice tonight. Kyle's Mountain Dew. It's been a topic of <laughs> what I, my beverage of choice for the podcast has become a hotly debated topic. The, <laughs> so, Phil, everybody in, I do drink a lot of apple juice. I do drink a lot of milk. So, the overriding theme is sugar, sugar, and and childlike issues. So, <laughs> I'm very mature for my age. If I was ten, I like it. All right, so. What we've got here is the men's tournament bracket set up on the screen. And in that side, the it looks pretty similar to the women's bracket, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, two, three, and eight seeds are all the same. And then four, five, six, and seven are all jumbled together. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the SDSU side, we play Omaha right away, number eight versus yep. number one. I would assume that we're going to advance SDSU over Omaha. Yes. We're going to shake off the bad Summit League bad tournament. Juju. Juju and uh, take care of business in the first game there. That, that bad Juju can tick-tock off into the distance. Exactly. 
And so then the second game, we've got uh, Oral Roberts versus North Dakota, which will be an interesting game. Um, yes. uh, North Dakota is a feisty team that, depending on who shows up, I mean, they're either getting blown out or that's going to be a real close game and they could win it. Um, if Rebracha is able to go off, it seems like he's been struggling with falling out. So if he can stay in the game um, and if they can, if, if Azimus has a bad shooting night, I mean, anything can happen. But uh, right. Uh, having said that, I would fully expect Or Roberts to win that game. And that's what you think, but it's not what I think. Really? This is this is my big upset of the tournament. I think that the good UND shows up because why wouldn't they? Everything's <laughs> been going USD fans' way lately in the past couple weeks, and they are so bipolar. I think you know, and and they kind of pulled that out of their tailpipe last last year in the tournament. So why won't they do it again? So I think UND is going to upset ORU and kind of shock the world because there really is a big gap between four and five there. So I think UND shocks shocks everybody and takes ORU out because it's just going to be weird like that. So you go put ORU on the top for your pick and UND on the bottom for mine. All right. Uh, I do have to not telling you how to do your job. We had a uh, we had a comment that I'm going to show here. Robert Drake mentioned that we should have fresher legs with a much easier path to the championship. Actually, he's talking about uh, when we do f- probably face USD in the championship, um, and that is very true. I mean, that's a good point. You know, hopefully NDSU can really wear down USD in their semifinal matchup and. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that could make a big difference. It's a very good point. That is a great point. Um, and, and it makes win- getting that number one seed as important as it was. It made those games against USD even more important than they usually are with having a legitimate number three team in the conference. That's a great point by Robert. And I, uh, I do like our odds, uh, having the fresher legs there. So I feel even better about convincing you to pick STSU. I like it. And then on the opposite side of the bracket of us, we've got number two, USD, faces number seven, Western Illinois. That'll be an interesting game. Um, uh, Like we said, Western Illinois is a feisty team that uh, they've got some good things going towards the end of the year. Um, I mean, they gave ORU a run run for their money in the first game against them, and now USD is without Plitzowite. If if Amude has an off night by – any stretch of the imagination, uh, USD is going to be in trouble here. Mm-hmm. Big time. It, 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 if they're if they don't play with a point to prove, they could be in serious trouble. But I do think it's USD's kind of played with a chip on their shoulder a little bit since the conference season started. So I I, I don't think that's going to go away now that they lost splits away. So I think they take Western. We're gonna have to split this one again because I'm gonna take. Oh, I, I think that that Plitzwood injury that. was huge. Uh, I think it makes a big difference, and I, I think West Illinois will have an answer for Mude, and I think West Illinois takes him down. All right. All right. Well, you got to flip those two around because my picks on the bottom on the other side, and that's gonna oh, get boy. that's gonna cause arguments. We are gonna confuse it. All right. My pick you, is on top. You know right. What, your picks are on the top. Even though I won the picks, you get to have your picks on top because I'm a gracious winner. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
All right. And then the other matchup on that side of the bracket is number three, NDSU against number yeah. six, Kansas City. And uh, we didn't mention before that in the second game, McKissick did not play for UMKC. And right. I think he was a little banged up. I don't know. I think at that point they realized that the game really didn't matter in terms of like some of the standings or anything. So I would assume that was out of precaution and not a necessity, but it will be interesting to see if he's healthy because he's the guy that makes that team go Uh, without Mm -hmm. him. They're going to struggle a lot. Right. So that'll be something to watch. Uh, I honestly think that even if he plays, I think NDSU is good enough defensively to shut him down. Um, so I'll take NDSU in that one. Well, in, in looking at it, yeah, it feels like you NDSU should win easily. I'm just thinking back, though. I mean, both these teams like to get in rock fights. <laughs> I mean, remember, I mean, our game yeah. against UMKC, they scored, what, 42 points in the first game? And we won, like, 62 to 42 or something silly. And then oh, yeah. that, that NDSU game, both of them were in the 40s, and UMKC beat them. So there is a higher probability of an upset in this game because of the matchup. I don't think that UMKC is necessarily a better team. I think just this matchup of these two teams has a propensity to devolving into a defensive just rock fight where it's all free throws and no, no real rhythm to the game. Yeah, that is a good point. I mean, if you look at the regular season matchup, uh, UMKC won the first game seventy-one to sixty-seven, yep. and then only lost the second game forty-seven to forty-nine. Right. And so those were real tough matchups. And yeah, like you said, they both like to slow it down, uh, just a knockout, dragout basketball game, which is just ugly to watch. But um, I, again, I, I, I'm going to take NDSU. Are you going to pick against them? Yeah, I'm going to take UMKC because. Um, I'm bad at brackets. This is, and, and I want to be clear that I was the regular season picks championship before this thing's just a burning <laughs> dumpster fire of a tournament bracket that I got going on here. We got um, quite quite the I've mess got, going on. We do. We got a lot <laughs> going on here. These first two games could really sink one of our battleships. Um, well, three of them. Because I picked UND in the upset, but it's a bigger deal because I think uh, on, on the USD-NDSU side where we're sitting right now, if our upset doesn't come through, we could be in serious trouble uh, for that whole side of the bracket because it'll be just a f- – we'd be real, real, real problems. Yeah, it's going to get interesting. So the <laughs> semifinal game, we've got SDSU for sure. Yep. I've got it. I've got us matching up with Oral Roberts. You got yep. us matching up with UND. Um, it gets <laughs> tough to talk about. You say it. Well, it it's just not funny. It gets, I it. <laughs> it gets no. It's not. It just gets tough to talk about. I mean, do we talk about both potential matchups here? Because yeah, I mean, if we if we face ORU, we need we just gotta hope Azmus doesn't go off. Because if he goes off, right. uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Um, right. And and then we're playing, you know, trying to score as many points as they do, and that can be difficult. Um, the thing I do like about it is we're not on their home gym anymore when we play. true, and and I think that that will make a huge difference. And you know, we are a lot closer to home, so it doesn't feel like as much of a road trip for our guys. Hopefully, um, and so I do like 
our odds being better there. And we did beat them down there even with uh, Aismas going off in one of the games. So, yeah, that is true. I mean, they are eight and three at home and five and seven away. So, right, definitely Huge difference. Big difference, and it's essentially a home game for us. And yep. like you said, we did um, <laughs> the first game is one hundred and three to eighty six, which is just a <laughs> crazy, crazy pace. Um, yeah, and I I would expect you know something similar to be honest. If that a matchup happens, if the UND matchup happens, I, I don't think we have a problem with them at all. Um, either way, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you or excuse me SESU to advance here, right? Um, and I think you would agree. I do agree. And the other point is too when we did beat Oral Roberts, it's when we didn't. We are that was the first game we played, and we won it without uh, Noah in the lineup. So we've been down that road before. And against UND, I just I, I just think we're a better team. The the one that we won, we had Noah in the lineup. For most of the game, did and we? And then the, the one that we lost, we did not have no in the lineup. Well, we won the second one, didn't we? Cur- no, that's not correct. We won the first one. No, I think you're making pretty that up. I don't sure. You. I and just I can't, I can't double, I can't even double check you. All right, we'll go with you because I did say uh, that we were playing at UMKC last week, and so <laughs> I will take that badge of shame and wear it. Uh, not with like I'm not eating crow on it per se. Gosh, yeah, you're, you're right too. We lost the oh, first one. What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah. I was looking at Oral Roberts' schedule. That's my bad. We lost yeah. 103 to 86. We won 95 to 80. I was gonna I say stand man, corrected. I swear to God, we won that first one. I hope somebody no, you're right. commented you on that. That is a good point. Uh, we did. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're right. We we came back the second game without Noah and won that one, and it was impressive. My bad. So, so if anybody's listening, it's been just everything we said about this matchup. You take what what Ben said, you just throw it away. <laughs> it's been and you cherish what I said like it's a beautiful golden little bunny. You hang on to it. It's, it's been tough with with both basketball and football going on. Stuff's it a blur has. right now. It, it's just a whirlwind. It's been fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it, but it is a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on the other side of the bracket, again, we've got a mess because I've got Western Illinois facing NDSU. You have UST facing UMKC. <laughs> oh, my God. So you talk so, about your matchup. I will talk about the matchup that actually is going to happen. I got NDSU heading to the championship. That's I've said that they're the – uh, best team outside of NDSU, or excuse me, SDSU. And I think especially now the Plitzowitz out, I think that's definitely the case. And I think NDSU moves on in the championship. Um, I should add to my UMKC pick the other thing, because I think you're right. They probably are the next best team in the Summit like League. And I don't even think it's like next best. I think it's 1A and 1B um, with Plitzowitz out. But they got lucky. The, let's be honest, I got lucky the last two years to win the Summer League tournament because we just shit the bed. That, that's what happened. So they got fortunate not to face us. What was the keys to them making it? It's, them. it's us losing. <laughs> us losing and not having to face us. That was their keys to winning the Summer League tournament. And I, 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 that came on the radio up in Fargo one day, and I was just screaming at my radios, because you didn't play us! But anyways, <laughs> looked like a lunatic. Usually I'm yelling at other cars. But um, anyways, long story short, um, I think USD 
does complete the miraculous tournament without Plitzwhite, and they are the story of the tournament, um, having lost them, and they'll be the media darlings. So I will take USD to beat UMKC. That would and be then, impressive. Uh, you know, it, it, and they can do it because they have Stanley Mude. I mean, that guy right. is unreal. He's yep. very, very good, and at times he's unstoppable. Um, and most well, people won't notice this reference, but or know this reference. But he looks a lot like Kid Cudi. You know, Kid Cudi. <laughs> yes, they Day look the same. I mean, I love Kid Cudi, but they just <laughs> look the tracks. same. They do look. They look really similar. Um, and speaking of him, though, I mean, you. I think you could tell in that NDSU game exactly what his intentions are is to direct to will this team to victory and that's mm-hmm. a really dangerous amude to face because we witnessed it firsthand down in sioux falls in the pentagon last time that guy can go unconscious and then it's just not a lot you can do yeah and i mean ndsu ended up winning that game where he scored 39 but it wasn't till late when they pulled away right um, that was a it was a good game for a while he almost you know was able to do it there but um so, yeah, then it brings us to the championship. Uh, South Dakota State, we have in there for sure. I've got NDSU in there. You've got USD in there. If it is against NDSU, um, actually, either way, no matter who it's against, I do like SDSU's chances. Um, I think it's a tougher game if, it gets, if it's against NDSU um, because I think they match up with us fairly well. Um and I think that, you know, they're, they're a dangerous team. If they start hitting threes, um, they're good enough defensively. You know, it, it'll be a real tough game. Um, but I do I do like the way we've looked these past couple of weeks. And um, I, I think we come away with the championship. And realistically, I like the way we looked when we played them up there. We never do well in Fargo. That's just the way it is. I mean... When we had Dom and Jenkins, we had to win on the last second three before. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we just – Fargo's just a tough place for us to play um, down in Sioux Falls. I think it would be a way different story. Um, another uh, sign of a good omen should that happen. I think everybody should know. Um, a good buddy of mine up here uh, named Jordan, I was helping him move. He's a big NDSU fan. And he was throwing out some things. One of them happened to be an NDSU Bison giant wooden sign that said back-to-back champions. And I got to throw that out and break it. Which, <laughs> I mean, if that That'd is feel a good. good sign. I mean, he's the guy who gave me the, the mic when we first started to start this podcast. So he, he's a good friend of the show, but that felt great. So I think that is a great omen if we face NDSU in the championship. I mean... I don't. I don't think there's a better omen you could find. Definitely. You think if if it is USD, do you see us having a problem there? Maybe. If the mood goes God mode like he did in the in the hardwood classic, mm-hmm. but I also expect us to come out a lot sharper. Um, and and I think he'll have a tougher time going that unconscious if we're able to put Doug Wilson on him. So, um. I do think we win either of we. Sh- I I believe we are the better team to win those two matchups. Good deal, especially without AJ. If, if AJ was on their squad, that's a whole 
different ball of wax. Alrighty, well we're in agreement. SDSU wins both championships as the the way it should be. Um, as God intended. <laughs> we will see if that's the way it ends up. Um, either way, it's going to be an exciting weekend of basketball. Um, unfortunately, we won't be able to be there. It's a, a shame because that's such a fun tournament to go to. I know a lot of people are going right. to miss it. But try to get to like a viewing party. I know the Gateway Lounge in Sioux Falls is having one. Um, the Great Shots is having a viewing party. Um, get together with some SDSU fans. Cheer on the Jacks. Um, before you do that, head up to the football game. Uh, it sounds yeah. like there still are some single tickets available. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be like mid-50s, super nice out. So get up right. to the football game, and then uh, we can head back and watch watch the men win. Um, unfortunately, it will force you to miss the women's game. Well, you'll be able to watch a little bit before the men, before the – actually, that, that might be done before the football game starts. The women's game starts at 1145. And the football game starts at two, so you're right. good. And you know what? A... If, if if you're like me and and have the midco app from our good close friends who are weekly contributors to the podcast now, exactly, like, you can pull it up on your on your phone and get to enjoy the best of both worlds while you're doing it. Does this mean I have to start or to stop trash talking their app? <laughs> no it's great on the phone it's great on the phone the TV. it is it is it is now that little fella that, <laughs> that little dickens yeah because he doesn't exist and that's not okay right so we've got your day laid out head up to brookings get there early set up your tailgate spot watch the women's game while you're tailgating then head to the football game then go find a spot to watch the men's game it's going to be a great saturday and it hopefully it comes away with three jackrabbit victories. Yeah, and you know what? We just did all your Saturday planning for you. You're welcome. Walk up yeah. to your spouse after you get done listening to us and go, honey, mm-hmm. our plans are made. Those guys and the B team put blood, sweat, and tears into giving us a nice, easy outline to follow. Yeah. All we got to do is listen to them, and good things will happen. Yeah. Well, with that, hopefully um, we're talking about uh, next next week we hop on a podcast and talk about our potential matchup in the big dance. Yeah. We won't know yet because obviously selection Sunday is after that. So maybe we might wait until after they select the tournament. Um, but, yeah, uh, hopefully we take care of business this weekend and we've got two, uh, two Summit League championships to talk about. Yeah, that, that is, I, I believe. I believe it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we'll wrap it up. Look at us under under an hour by a two times in a row. Bunch. Awesome. Matt, we All need right. a, we need a pay raise. We did this twice in a row, and you promised us. <laughs> Good deal. All right. Well, with that, go big, go blue, go, go Jacks. Jacks.